Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show podcast. The premise here is that the world is a bad and stressful place, so each week I play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win. I assign the guest points based on how much they cheer me up personally, and then at the end, the winner gives a pep talk to cheer up anyone in the world they want to, because it's not just about me here. It's mostly about me, but not exclusively. The contestant also wins a grand prize of a $100 donation to the cause of their choice. Our contestant today is a comedian whose most recent hour special, Spicy Honey, is available to enjoy on Netflix right now or even later. He was also in the film The Wrestler. Please welcome Todd Barry. Hey, everyone. Hey, Todd. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's my pleasure. How are you holding up? Oh, my God. I can't say I'm doing well. Compared to other people, I'm doing, you know, I don't like to complain when I know I have it easy on some level, but uh, having said that, yeah, what a nightmare. No, it's very bad. You're welcome to complain if you'd like. (laughs) This is a safe space for that. It's a lot of ambiguity, a lot of like, what am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? And can I go to the store? Do I have to wear a mask if I go down the hall to drop my garbage off? What have you been doing that's given you like the most relief and enjoyment over the last several weeks? Well, I've been forcing myself to go on a walk every day. And I started doing something I never used to do, which is... Well, I used to have contempt for people who had headphones on when they walked around the city Mm -hmm. because I was like, why don't you take in what's around you instead of rocking out all fucking day? You complain that the people of New York City rock too hard. They rock too hard, man. But now that I take these walks like where it's like, oh, this is my exercise, every day I'm like, oh, why don't I go down this street? And then I've gone down streets I've never set foot on, I don't think, and discovered streets that I forgot were there. Oh, that's awesome. But, uh, and, you know, I've just been cooking more than I ever did. I've just bought a, a stock pot that arrived earlier today. You're going to make a, you got like a soup that, on deck that I'm you're going to make with? chili. I bought this. Uh, Hell yeah. That's another thing. I've been buying stuff in bulk. Like, mm-hmm. there's this chili kit. I forgot the woman's name, Carol Shelby or something, where it's like everything you need, just the spices or whatever. And, then, and I bought eight boxes of it. Like, so I have, <laughs> I have to make eight pots of chili to justify. <laughs> To just by buying the stock. Yeah, pot. like it's just either buy one or it's like, or you buy eight for like six dollars more. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'll. You're not going to buy the stock pot to make one pot of I chili. Know. Exactly, like, you're right. Your work here is done, stock pot. Okay, so let's get into our game today. You are a master of the 60 minute comedy special. You've done many, they're available for our viewers to watch. You have a crowd work special. Spicy Honey for Netflix, Super Crazy, right? Was that the name of the Comedy Central one? Yeah. Great. I've done, I guess, a total of three hour-long ones. And they're great. So you know how to make an hour of time excellent. Oh, okay. my God, do I? <laughs> that That is kind of your specialty. Yeah. Let's keep going on this. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Please, this is what we're here for. So I'm going to give you a bunch of specific 60-minute windows throughout the year. So I want things to look forward to post-quarantine. Okay. I'm going to give you these 60-minute windows of time, and I want you to recommend me ways to spend them for maximum enjoyment. Feel free to go as big or as small as you want with your recommendations, and I will assign points enthusiastically to whatever your answers are, as is my custom. Great. Let's start. Our first hour is midnight to 1 a.m. on New Year's Eve, right, as it crosses into New Year's Day. How do I do this? Well, that's a very, uh, it's a very tense time for me. It depends on where you're at. If you're lucky enough to just be at a small gathering, then you can just kind of hang out. But I think if you're at a party, it's time to plan your escape, basically. And they used to say it's hard to get a cab on a, not that people take taxis as much anymore, but uh, I think that doesn't get really bad till like 2 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like for the, I don't know if like this will fill the whole hour, but I think the first five minutes will be like, all right, we're here, happy new year, huggy, huggy. <laughs> and then uh, getting out of there. So you'll be home 10 minutes into this, uh, depending on where you live. <laughs> depending, great, depending on how close the party is to my house. There are also good parties, but I would say uh, use that hour to wind down and sort of say, I've done this. Perfect. Do you have like an excuse? Like, cause I feel like if you at 1205 are like, Hey, this was great, but I'm going to get out of here. And people are like, come on. What do you say? That's never happened to me. They're usually like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping to, we we're hoping to thank. Yeah. We, now we can have a good time. That is an 11 point answer. Terrific. Is it 11 out of what? Oh, you know, it's a sliding scale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, could, it could be in the millions. I, I know. I'm pretending. Haven't gone negative yet, but it could happen. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to be the first one to get a negative score. People are going to talk I on the message boards. Hey, no publicity. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite stupid thing that people say. Yeah. Our next hour that I would like you to advise me on, on how to fill. 11 a.m. to noon on the first day it's nice enough to wear shorts. I would find my lightest, most lightweight long pants to wear because I don't wear shorts. Although... I had, I had been going to a Pilates class, which is pretty close to my apartment. And I don't like shorts, and I think they look dumb. Mm-hmm. It's probably more they look dumb on me. But for this class, I was like, I'm going to wear the shorts. I'm just going to walk there in shorts. And it's weird that the world doesn't sort of just stop and go, oh, my God, Todd Bear's wearing shorts. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> but I would say uh, first hour of shorts weather is to just be glad, just go for a walk. Get an iced coffee. I know you like doing that. Love an iced coffee. Do you wear shorts? I occasionally will wear shorts. But if you say a light long pant, then that's what I'm doing in this hour. Yeah, I don't, I can't. I can't let you wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get an iced coffee and go for a walk. Love that. And this shorts wearing to you, when people don't notice, does it feel good? Like, oh, I'm getting away with shorts. Or does it feel bad? Like, why is nobody picking up on this bold move? No, I mean, I know that w- it would be really weird if I was walking three blocks to a Pilates studio and people were like spinning around and going, oh my God, what is that? That could be him. He doesn't wear shorts. <laughs> like the opening credits to Mary Tyler Moore. Oh just everybody's turning their heads. There's a dance number. Todd Barry's wearing shorts. <laughs> do, 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 do. How do they all know the song? <laughs> Terrific. That is uh, long pants on a shirt's weather day. I like that. Yeah. The question zig, but you zagged. That's a nine point answer right there. That was punk rock when I just did. It was that. very punk rock. It's like, is Fugazi on this podcast or is it still Todd Berry? <laughs> like, oh, you tell me to wear shorts. Guess what? I'm talking about long pants. Oh, man. Damn it. You can't pin this guy down. <laughs> That's five extra points for just being a badass iconoclast. Okay. You have uh, a wealth of airport knowledge. And I'm tapping into that right here. For the next question, any hour of the day during an airport delay at JFK or an airport of your choosing, if you have a better airport to spend an hour at? I mean, an hour is not really a long time to kill at an airport. So plug in and just, you know, if you need to read a book, read a book. (laughs) But if you're one of those types, but, or just plug in. But I don't know, because it it depends on how many bags you have. Like, it's not like, it'd be nice to go for a walk, but. Okay, this is a great question. Let's say I have a backpack and a light carry-on, but it's got wheels. I know. I assumed it had wheels, Josh. (laughs) Well, you also have a duffel bag. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you're sometimes right. I travel with a duffel bag. It makes me feel oh, like man. I'm fleeing from something. You packed it in 30 seconds. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 go. exactly. It's got like um, road flares in it. It's got, it's got $10,000 cash and, you're, <laughs> and a fake passport. I always travel with just low enough money of cash that I don't have to declare it if I leave the country. There you go. What is your favorite airport restaurant in America? Oh, God, that's an airport restaurant. There's a, well, there's Shake Shack now in, in LaGuardia. That's true. So it'd be like 55 minutes in line at Shake Shack. That I was going to say, that'll kill the hour easily. <laughs> just, just standing there going, why it's just a burger? Why is this taking so long? But then it's so good. They have these all over the city. Why did you go here? But there's some comfort in like, oh, here's I could get, not this sort of like vague airport restaurant that sells yeah. bagels and saran wrap or whatever. Wolfgang Puck has so many restaurants and airports. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen one of his branded restaurants outside of an airport. <laughs> I have a Wolfgang Puck story. Do you tell it if you want? Uh, I don't know if you do storytelling on this show. But, hey, man, uh, let's get into it. It's the moth now. It's not that great a story. I was eating with my brother years ago, like in Venice at one of Wolfgang Puck's restaurants. Mm-hmm. And Wolfgang Puck, In the Venice airport. No, no, no. This is the, I know I'm, I'm straying from the airport theme. No, that's like, okay. Wolfgang Puck walked in the restaurant and just walked around to every table and shook everyone's hand. Wow. I know, that seems weird right now to say that. You're like, gross, what a creep. You're like, no, 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 it was nice back then. But it was also cool. It was kind of like, oh, that's he doesn't have to do that. That's a weird but kind of interesting that is really thing nice. to do. Does he live in Venice? In Venice, California? Was that where you were, Venice, California? Yeah, this was in, yeah. Oh, no. I'm picturing Italy. And no, I'm like, no, what no, a no. coincidence that you and Wolfgang Puck are both in Italy at the same but time. But I, I have been to Venice, Italy for the <laughs> Venice Film Festival where the wrestler won the grand prize. But go ahead. You brought it up, man. You brought up Venice. You brought up Wolfgang Puck. You, I did bring up Wolfgang. That's fair. Well, I think that's the first story that we've had on this podcast. And all just right. for that, we're talking 13 points. Yeah. We are breaking all sorts of boundaries here. Our next hour, we are going to need to fill 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on my dog's birthday. My dog is a pug for reference. Her name is Busy. My cat just celebrated her second birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, April 17th. And... There's a thing where you're like, it's your birthday, but you're kind of like, I can't buy you a cupcake or something <laughs> like I bought for myself on my quarantine birthday. And it's kind of like, you just, all right, I'll pet you a few extra times. And I guess if you had, if you could get to a, a pet store that's hoping to buy a little toy. Yeah. But it's not much to do on a pet's birthday. This is a solid answer. I'm going to go with four points. Ooh, not that, I guess it wasn't that solid. It wasn't, it wasn't your best? No, it wasn't. I don't know what I just said. Be nice to your dog is basically what I said. That's, hey, always good advice. <laughs> the next hour we need to fill is 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. on the 4th of July. Oh, that I would spend in dread of what's about to happen. So you're recommending dread? <laughs> <laughs> I recommend being miserable. I just, uh, fireworks freak me out a little mm-hmm. bit. Like they're too loud. I have sensitive ears. Yeah. Three to four on July 4th. I mean, I don't really do anything on July 4th. Okay. So Is- three to four, I mean, it'd be great to be at a barbecue or something, but I don't think, I've probably been to one in my life, maybe. <laughs> one barbecue? No, yeah, I've been to probably a few barbecues, but I've never, like, I don't really go, oh, who's going to invite me over for July 4th? So I guess what I'm asking here is, should we go out or should we just, like, lay low? I mean, I guess go out, but lay low while you're out. Okay, I love oh, that. That's a 10,000-point answer. I'm just <laughs> I feel like 10,000 points for that one might set the bar a little too high yeah, for future yeah. answers. I don't want to ruin it for other com- Yeah, you're going to break the curve. You're going to be yeah, like that yeah. one dork who studies too hard. But go up, but lay low. I love that. That's a that is so a go, seven. Uh, 
food, get some food. Yep. That's my answer to almost any hour. Get some food. Yeah. Get a coffee, get some food. I I mean, what what are the other things that people do? Yeah, I don't I don't know people who dive into July 4th that heavily. But. Right, you're like, okay, you're going to be still putting on your Uncle Sam costume. Put, put on your Uncle Sam costume. <laughs> Reading an American history book. Jetpack with fireworks shooting out of it. Yeah. Great, well, that's a seven-point answer right there. I'm sorry to downgrade you by 9,993 9, yeah, points. I, I reached, what is it, reach for the stands? No, that's not. Aim for the, what is it, shoot for the moon? Even if you miss, you'll land up among the stars? All right, well, that's not what I was going to say, but let's go with that one. Or, uh... Swing for the fences? Swing for the fences, that's it. There you go. <laughs> I went full live, laugh, love. <laughs> I know, and I weirdly went for the sports metaphor. Well, we are two performance athletes. <laughs> Our next time, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on my wedding anniversary. Oh. Yeah. You, well, you should be uh, going out, sneaking out, mm-hmm. and buying a nice little uh, couple of nice muffins. Mm-hmm. Lemon poppy seed muffins. Okay. You get a variety. You get variety. Get, get that one and then one that you prefer. Get two large coffees. <laughs> two large coffees. Kind of slip out without your wife knowing and then come mm-hmm. back and eat the muffins and the coffees. That's great. Is that good or is that corny? No, I think that's nice. I know I could have suggested something racier, but that, I'm too polite to do that. I appreciate that. This is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> You're not, it's not like a kind of podcast oh, where I'm like, oh, you know what you should be doing between 10 and 11 <laughs> Here's a list of sexual acts. It's like, uh, no, honey, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. You tested me on this one. Uh, I like that. That's really sweet. And are we, so are we at home in this in this scenario? Are we abroad? I mean, actually, uh, can I change that? Of course. I would say go out. Take her out to breakfast. Okay. Like at a place where you would never normally go, like maybe like a weird place, like a hotel or something. A oh, hotel that's good. restaurant or something. Nice hotel restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. Great. Yeah, the muffin thing. I don't want to leave and come back. And like, yeah, go out. I do like that it involves sneaking out. <laughs> I know, well, I mean, that's sort of like the surprise of like, oh, honey, look what I got. Two, I got $6 worth of muffins. And she'll be like, I'm so glad I married you. You're the best. You're the best. You went one and a half blocks from her apartment. <laughs> you went- <laughs> and spent $9 total on the muffins and coffees. Yeah. I, I like that very much. I think that's another sweet and practical answer. And I got, kind of got two answers on this. Yeah. So we're talking eight points here. Okay. Her answer? Or- Ooh, the, you know what? I think eight points for the first answer and then an additional four points for the second answer. Oh, man. For 12 no, I points. Think, wow. Has, you know, I should be able to talk you into giving me more points, should I? I guess I'll, there's, there's no rules on this podcast. Go ahead. I mean, I, that, this might be within the rules or it might be <laughs> against them. I'm the tribunal, so. Okay. Okay, the next hour that I'm looking for your special hour advice. The hour-long peak of the drunkest I will be all year. The hour-long peak? Like the peak drunkenness for that hour. How often do you get drunk? Probably like this drunk once to twice a year. How many drinks are we talking about? Six? Yeah, six sounds good. All right. I would say your peak drunkenness, are you outside or where are you? This is is for you to determine. What's the best way to spend it? I mean, I hate, I don't really, I drink a little bit, but I don't get as shit-faced as you clearly do. <laughs> yeah, this is a real problem. But uh, that's a separate podcast, probably. I've never been around you when you're drunk, so I, I bet you're not a belligerent drunk. No, I'm an incredibly encouraging drunk. Oh, my God, it doesn't end with you, man. No, drunk, it gets sober, worse. you're just pep talks, everything. Man. Yeah, it's bad news. I would say peak drunkenness, head home. Head home. Or. Great. Yes. 
go to a diner and order. Oh, diner's good. Fries, well done. Assuming that I'm already at home, right? Like I'm home now. How do I unwind as this kind of, this feeling kind of crests into the evening? You're talking about the drunkenness thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have a big glass of water. Big glass of water. And then you probably have to pee, so pee. Yep. And then I would sit down and I would put something on. Okay. Do you have a good, like a late night unwinding album? Weirdly, I got a couple of noise complaints recently. Rocking too hard, like you complained about other New Yorkers. And it was like, I remember I had this mix that that like the Indigo Girls was on and like the (laughs) Mekons. It's like, I'd lived in this apartment for like a year and a half. Like in the past month, suddenly I've started rocking harder than I used to. (laughs) Like, I I don't know why there was never noise complaints. But uh, how about uh, a Bell and Sebastian album? Yeah, that's killer. Yeah, that's a great choice. Bell and Sebastian. Terrific. Okay, that answer, again, practical. We're talking, it's multidimensional. This is a 12-point answer. I feel like you're jabbing me when you say it's practical. No, I think that that's, some people give uh, answers that are whimsical in these games, and it's like, that's nice, but like, what am I really doing here? Yeah, there's nothing I hate more than whimsy. (laughs) On a podcast? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) I'm practical and I'm serious. Yeah, this is a sober podcast. Okay. Our next hour that I need your help with, 2 to 3 p.m. in a small city that I've never been to before. Think the size of, like, Burlington, Vermont. Oh, that's easy. Great. It's going to be practical and boring. Oh, well, let me do a fake one. <laughs> find, a, find a dragon and walk around with a dragon on a leash. Okay. And then you two go get a unicorn. I would say 2 to 3 is perfect yelping the best coffee shop in Burlington. There's a really good one called Onyx Tonics, by the way, that's in Burlington. Excellent. And I would sit there and get your laptop Mm -hmm. and bring it to the coffee shop. And then, this is going to be good, on your way home, I've done this, if you find like a weird museum, like a Mm -hmm. Vermont Cultural Center, go in there for 40 minutes. Oh, that's good. I love a museum on the road. Yeah, I went to one, it was like uh, Maine or something. Yeah, it was Maine. I went to like, there's a Maine cultural history museum. Like, I'm going to the Maine Museum. <laughs> Do you remember anything about Maine from uh, the museum? No, I don't. I don't remember anything about anything ever. <laughs> Great. So this is, uh, this is a six-point answer. Okay. But the strongest six-point answer we've ever had on this show. How many have you done? This is the third. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the strongest six-point answer in, in the three shows. Excellent. Okay. We have two more hours. Okay. The next special hour is 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. awake on one of those nights where you, like, know you're not going to get right back to sleep. Like, it's not like, oh, I'll just put my head down and close my eyes and hope I can be asleep in five minutes. That's where I had one of those yesterday. What do you do for those? It's funny because I was listening. I think this is a cycle. It's kind of funny. I was listening to a Lifehacker episode. They were talking to a sleep expert. And I generally don't have sleeping problems. Mm -hmm. But because I listened to some of this... I suddenly was having a sleeping problem. 3 to 4 a.m., I mean, I always think it's best to stop trying to go to sleep. Yeah. Like, literally even get up, go watch TV or read, but say, I'm not sleeping right now, and then it'll hit you. Ideally, you'll just be reading or watching TV, and you're like, I'm ready to do this. Okay. Yeah. Is that a boring answer I gave you? No. So you're saying don't, you're saying fight the urge to want to sleep and just, like, try trick your body. Yeah, either give it 10 minutes to see if you're headed towards that way. Yep. But maybe get up and give up a little bit. I always do the opposite, or I often do the opposite, where I'll just close my eyes furiously. Right. And be like, it's time to sleep, you yeah. idiot body. And it does not, it doesn't help. No, 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 no. 
that answer is seven points. Really? But, yeah. I would have gone two on that. I would have given me less, fewer points. Okay. I mean, no, no, we'll, no. Let's go two. No, look, you, you talked me up on the other <laughs> one. You talked me down <laughs> oh on this God, one. No, no, I've incredibly I'm, easily I'm, influenced. I'm gonna lose this. Okay. This game, it's it's over. No, you you're definitely going to win. There's no one else playing, so okay. please don't worry about losing. And you know what? Because of your humility, I'm going to reinstate those five points. Seven point answer back on the board. Our last special hour. This is an hour hanging out backstage at some kind of show, whether it's a band or a comedy show, with a famous person I've never met before. Ooh. Yeah. If you're like me, you'll end up spending a lot of that time thinking about what you want to say and whether that's going to make you look stupid. Has this happened to you? Occasionally. I mean, stuff like... You know, I'll get asked to do a show or I'll get to go backstage at a show and I'll recognize someone else backstage and be like, oh, I think this person's cool. But like, I don't know that they want to talk to me. <laughs> like, we don't have much to talk about necessarily. I think I mean, I think the best way to treat celebrities, I'm speaking for myself because I am one. Yeah, obviously just take them off the pedestal and shoot the shit with them and don't micromanage everything you say to them. Right. Well, thank you very much for your wise counsel on these hours. That was five points. So let me tally up the scores. Wow, this is huge. This is an incredible score. You have scored 91 points. Yeah. That is the all-time high score for a Make My Day podcast episode. This is incredible. Wow. Yeah. You are the grand prize winner of today's episode, and you win $100 to the cause of your choice, a charitable cause or other place to donate. You're uh, up, do you so you're, you could keep the money, and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's that's of all times to suggest that, Josh. Uh, this charity I was reminded of, I've given to them in the past, and then they popped up somewhere where I was looking. Uh, God's Love We Deliver. Have cool. you heard of them? They, no, tell me about it. They prepare and deliver customized meals to sick people who can't cook or shop. Oh, that's wonderful. That's and that's more necessary than ever, right? And now. they uh, they have a four star charity navigator rating. That's great. I mean, I, I assume that's a legit rating system. Actually, Charity Navigator has a one-star Charity Navigator Navigator rating. The Yelp of Charities. I'm sure someone yep. said that before. So I, yeah, that seems like, especially with what's going on, that seems like a good cause. Finally, a pep talk. Each of us gives a pep talk to someone we think is in need or a group of people we think are in need or anyone, really. This isn't all about making me feel better. We're trying to, to spread this good feeling and enthusiasm. I'll go first, and then you can give a pep talk to anyone you'd like. Mine is to the rats of New York City. Rats of New York. This is maybe the least of our human problems, but apparently quarantine has been hard on rats too. It seems like with restaurants and businesses closing, there's been less garbage for rats to eat, not to mention fewer opportunities for them to secretly learn how to be chefs. I read online that some rats have started eating other rats. That's pretty messed up. It must be horrible to be the rat that gets eaten, but it's probably almost as bad to be a rat who has to eat another rat. It's like the same size as you, and you might've known each other, all very weird. But look, rats, everyone is eating weird stuff lately. Every day at 3.30 p.m., I've been having a small bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, a cereal that consists entirely of dessert croutons. I've been eating a lot of garbage, and to you, garbage isn't even available, so you've been eating rats. We're all doing what we have to do to get by and keep our bodies fueled. Hopefully, rats, things will ease up soon and we'll be back into a nutritional rhythm that feels more sensible and sustainable. But until then, maybe try a dry rub for flavor on your garbage or garbage substitute. I don't know if you got to that part of rat cooking school yet, but good luck. 
It's interesting you mentioned dry rub because I bought some impulsively. Yeah. So like I don't cook meat, but I I read about this dry rub because Steve Albini. Do you know him? The, yeah, yeah. He's, the music producer. Yeah, he's like a food. He's like a food a chef also, I guess. And he recommended. I uh, just like I'm gonna buy some dry rub. And like I put it on popcorn. I've uh, put it on a salad, but I I've never. I don't know why I own dry rub, but it sound it's it was one of those fun treats I bought for myself. How is it on popcorn? It is good on popcorn. Nice. You just said dry rub. It triggered that, and I told that great story. I love it. Oh, my pep talk. Yes, please. I'm going to go ahead and give a pep talk to uh, germaphobes out there during this time, because I think I have sort of won. And I'd say you're probably doing enough. <laughs> the amount of hand washing you're doing is probably enough. Also, like I learned, I watched... Sanjay Gupta the other day, he, he was saying you don't really have to get caught up with, like, is this antibacterial, is this disinfectant? Like, you can clean your counters with regular soap, which I guess would be like dish soap, and it's just as good, if not better. So, what I'm saying, <laughs> I don't know if this is a pep talk or No, if this I, is great. So you're saying you're doing enough, you don't have to, like, jack it up if you're already a germaphobe. You don't have to go into hyperdrive. I mean, this is something I have to tell myself, because I, I mean, I, am, I think I'm doing too much. But mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of hand wash, I, I was doing too much hand washing before this happened. Now it's, it's a little off the rails, but I do, as I say this out loud, I realize you're probably okay. I love that, that's so good. Uh, I think people are gonna feel really good hearing that. Yeah, I don't like to make people feel good, but uh, <laughs> I know that's your thing, so let's do it. It's the whole, it's the whole <laughs> show. Well. Thank you very much again. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champion, Todd Barry. Todd, where can people find you and your work if they want to look it up? I have a website and you can see my ever-changing touring schedule, my postponed (laughs) dates and the new dates as they arrive, at Todd Barry on Twitter, at Todd Barry on Instagram. I have a podcast, the Todd Barry Podcast. A great podcast. I love to listen to it. You've been on it. I have been on it. It was a long time ago. All right, I see what you're saying. You want to be on I'm, again. Not, I'm not pushing to It was a long time ago. I'm a new person now. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a different guy. I'm more fun. And I have that book. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming to Hattiesburg. Yeah. You can... Which I also love. Did you read that? I did. Really? The whole book? I read the whole book. Holy shit. Yeah, a lot of advice about coffee shops. Yeah, it's, I know, it's, it's kind of repetitive. I would say it's on brand. <laughs> not repetitive. It's on brand. You're on trend. All right, man. Wonderful. One more quick plug. Uh, Todd's charity that he won $100 for is God's Love We Deliver. I'll put the link if if listeners want to donate as well in the show notes. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. Nice days.